This is Inquiry. We're going out into Indianapolis neighborhoods and meeting the people who live and work in them. This podcast is about the stories we come back with. When approaching a point in time, there are three angles from which you can tackle it. The past, the present, and the future. But what happens when it's not a single event, but a bunch of different little ones? And when it's a place that's a constant rather than an event in time? And the whole phenomenon is really just the change that every place is going through always, for better or worse. And you are trying to pin down one specific part of that constant change. How do you approach a thing like that? A living, breathing place that if you pick up one thread to try and follow, you'll pull up a whole tangle and get stuck unraveling. You can approach it from the past, learn the history and figure out how it got where it is now. Watch at a distance where the current change carries no weight. From your vantage point, you caused it all, but you're not affected. Or you could stand in the present and take everything at face value. Or the future where you stand ahead of everything and live with the change that is coming as a thing that is already here. But it's not one of these things on its own, and you can't look at it from just one view. It's a community. The past, present, and future collide here. Over the last two weeks, we've been talking to Triple OGs, a car wash on East 16th Street. They've been on Monon 16 for around 50 years, or as Steven, one of the employees, puts it, it's been here as long as I have. The building is the most noticeable business in the area, mostly because you can tell it's open. Two or three guys are typically on shift at once. When they're not washing cars, they're sitting around, listening to the radio, and looking out at the street, watching the people and the cars go by. A blanket with the Playboy Bunny logo decorates one wall, while a shelf full of mechanical equipment takes up the other. To us, they represent the past of Monon 16, the history. Triple OGs has been a player in the area for decades, and they see the change that's happening, but at a distance, and only really on the surface. And then there's Marilyn, over at Mar Dog's Variety and Things. If you need a refresher, go back to episode two. Marilyn has a vision for a community that is vibrant and healthy. She's a new addition to Monon 16, just four months in, and she is the now. More businesses coming to her store. The neighborhood is changing, and she's ready for it. With so many ideas of how to build the community, we walk away from our conversations with hope, and I start to see the community through her eyes. Then there's the future, the shadow of what's to come. We have the vantage point of being able to see all of the moving pieces. In our field of vision, the past, present, and future combine. We see the slow neighborhood that Steven at OG's talks about, and we see the promise of Maryland's too. We can also see what the future of this area might be, but on the other side, there's a flurry of activity and a vision that is different than Maryland's. Every place has a past, a record of what once was. For 16th Street, that history is Tinker. In the 19th century, the Tinker family house dominated the north side of Indianapolis. On the corner of what is now 16th in Pennsylvania, the Tinker home was really more of a mansion in 1800s Indianapolis, with nothing but grass, and Samuel Henderson as a neighbor in what would become Heron Morton. 
The Tinker's house became somewhat of a landmark when T.C. Steele took up residence and eventually built a small studio on the property. The street to the south of the Tinker property was named Tinker Street until it was renamed 7th Street before settling at 16th. Moving east towards Monon 16 and up a few decades to the 20th century to the land of factories. The Monon Trail is train tracks, and just west, the Omar Bakery fills the street with the smells of baking breads and pies. Don't picture a cute little mom-and-pop bakery, but rather that imposing factory bustling with activity, pulling loaves out of ovens, packaging apple pies, and delivery trucks pulling out to deliver the freshly baked bread. On the other side of the tracks, the Tinker Flats building was also a factory, recycling paper and rags. The building changed hands a few times over the century to a recycling company, to a furniture corporation, and back to a scrapyard. In 1987, the last train passed over the tracks between the two factories, now unused and fallen into disrepair. Sometime earlier, a car wash had opened down the street, the house facing it on 16th Street was torn down, and the neighborhood slowly began to match the two factories. One by one, businesses left, and the buildings were vacated. Soon, just Triple OG's car wash was left. In some ways, OG is symbolic of the past for Monon 16. They've sat by the last 50 years and watched as the street changed. When there are no cars waiting to be washed, they sit at one of the open garage doors and watch the street. They've seen every other business go out, the house across the street be demolished, the old hair salon get sold, the Monon 16 they know is void. There are the neighbors, the people they wash the cars for, and Covenant Auto Sales down the street, who they also wash cars for. They are aware of the change going down. From where Stephen sits, he can see the construction workers pull into the parking lot of the old Mama Woods restaurant. He even knows it will be a Mexican restaurant. But when we talk to him about Monon 16, the community, even the change he can see from his own front yard, he seems disconnected, aware of what's happening, but unfazed. Triple OG's has been the constant, the rock in Monon 16 for so long. I can't say for sure, but I would imagine that after 50 years of watching businesses fail around you, it would start to feel expected. Another new business here, and not long after, they're gone. They wouldn't let us record the conversation we had with them, but I got the sense that they see the neighborhood as a constant, unchanging thing, which is kind of how I think of them. to the guys at Triple OG's car wash, or even Fred, who plays dominoes, about Marilyn, they never know who she is. Sometimes, with a little more prompting, they'll know about Mar Dog's variety and things, her store, but only vaguely, which is a marker of where Monon 16 was, and still is. Mar Dog's is now four months old, and every day, Marilyn takes her stuff out into the parking lot and drags a big, inflatable turkey into the middle of the setup. It's hard to miss. So the fact that all of these old players on the street haven't noticed it is kind of shocking. It shows where the neighborhood was, new businesses didn't last, but Marilyn represents the present of Monon 16, where the community is now, not where they were. Marilyn's vision for the neighborhood is full of hope and promise. She sees great potential in the community, 
Mar dogs is her pride and joy, and she has grand plans for this place. Cool. That's what I'm saying. I'm really excited. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I have signed a lease for four years, so wow. I'm going to fence the air. I'm going to paint. I want to put alarm. I want to put If you go right now and bed. take a walk through Monon 16, you'd notice that the Tinker Flats building has new windows as you crossed over the Monon Trail. Across the street, the empty Gleaners building looks familiar, except there are signs of construction in the lot. Triple OG's is unchanged as ever, with a vegetable garden and giant smoker with Triple OG painted on the side in the abandoned lot. Across the street, the IPS offices look the same, and the old hair salon shows no sign of change. Mama Wood's restaurant is under construction. Trucks in the parking lot, wood leaning up against the walls, doors open, and busy people. Maybe you'll recognize two of the people if you've eaten at Tinker Street, the restaurant. If you walk by the Eastside Variety Store, you might wonder what that building actually is, before continuing on to the Oaks Academy. Mardogs is across the street with the Flower Hut and Covenant Auto Sales. An empty and crumbling building sits on the corner of Andrew J. Brown Avenue. Cars rush by, much too fast for a street in the downtown neighborhood. Some things have changed from six months ago, and some things haven't. You might notice the beginnings of change, but it wouldn't seem like anything that's coming fast. And that's where you might be wrong. Not that long ago, we ran into Peter George, co-owner of Tinker Street. We mentioned inquiry in that one of the communities was Monon 16, and immediately he had a sit-down with him. He talked for about 20 minutes about their New Mexican restaurant, a distillery, the need to open up a corridor for Mass Avenue, the cultural trail that is going to completely transform 16th Street. We sat there as he painted a picture of Monon 16 that we'd never seen before. A picture of rapid change, of new businesses, no more empty buildings and abandoned lots. Like Marilyn and Stephen, we didn't know about any of the change Peter told us, and the neighborhood certainly didn't look any different. On the surface, Monon 16 looks the same as it ever did, but there's change that's coming. After that first conversation, we were sitting with Peter and Tom at Tinker Street Restaurant one morning while the workers got ready for that night's dinner rush around us. It was a little noisy. A Mexican restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. How's that? So was that all you need? Peter and Tom are the ones doing the construction in the Mama Woods building. Just a year and a half ago, they opened Tinker Street on 16th in New Jersey. The restaurant has been hugely oh, wow. successful, and they're moving in on their next project. This, we're actually trying to purchase the Mama Woods barbecue as well, um, mainly for a secondary operation or third or fourth or what have you. So didn't think it was going to happen. It just happened. Just seeing things just kind of confluence of, you know, three-way license. The people needed somebody. They tried to get people in, and it just didn't work. And... We've got a chef who is... Yeah, her and her husband have dreamed of opening a Mexican restaurant for he's Mexican. a lot of years. He's Mexican, wow. so... That's pretty exciting. A new yeah, business brings the promise of people coming into the community, and these two have a reputation for phenomenal restaurants. It's clear that these two love 16th Street, and they have a vision for what it could become. They are capping off a section of 16th Street with this second restaurant moving east. I'm going to say, for me, I'm just... I like the idea that there's... that, that is more of a blank canvas going that way as opposed to trying to fit it in amongst yeah. there's there's no real there's no real estate available from yeah. here that way for us okay and so that's the number one draw i mean you have to have a spot that you can go so monon 16 is set up for new development now the question is what will become of these empty buildings and lots 
We asked Peter and Tom to predict the future for us. Yeah, that neighborhood's going to change yeah. rapidly. It's already changing. Yes, it is. So are those people going to be people that come in? Some of them. Most of them, no. Most of them will not. The regentrification that's taking place, yes, those people will. And I think what you're going to see is it's going to happen much more rapidly than one ever imagined. There's a lot on Monon 16's horizon, and without this conversation with Peter and Tom, we never would have known it's as close as it is. We thought it would happen, it's just happening much faster. The properties have been purchased up and down 16th Street, and you know, so we just went, let's get down there and, and, and not only, we think it's a good space, but we also want to be part of building that momentum. Momentum, that thing Peter hinted at when we talked before, that thing we can't see from walking around the neighborhood that, to us, exists in the future, but that Peter and Tom know with such certainty is already here. Later, we sat down with Mark Nottingham, who runs Nottingham Realty. Mark knows real estate, and he's been through Heron Morton in its recent change, and he owns the Covenant Auto Sales. We were seeking more answers, a better understanding of this development that's coming to Monon 16. We're not involved in real estate. We don't see the properties changing hands or being bought. It is interesting that right now, uh, to tell the story of what's happening in that neighborhood, you would then drive through the neighborhood and say, what do you mean? Yeah. I, don't, I don't see any of this. Um, you have to see it in terms of how much real estate has changed hands, how much of it is being compiled into uh, a couple groups that have large capacity uh, to develop. And then, all of a sudden, there's a new Mexican restaurant, and half of the Gleaners building is being torn down to make way for new apartments. Hotel Tango might be moving their distillery to Tinker Flats, and the Cultural Trail is maybe expanding through 16th Street. If the Cultural Trail cuts through these few blocks to connect with the Monon, the whole dynamic of 16th Street and Monon 16 will completely uh, the change. The neighborhood has a lot of assets, um, but none larger than the Monon Trail. That's what sets the neighborhood apart. The Monon is uh, the key, in my opinion. I think what's happening along 16th Street is fantastic. And in terms of stakeholders or assets, that's where things are really changing is along 16th Street. Uh, but you can't replicate the Monon Trail. Even though these things are in the future, they also aren't. The buildings are already bought, plans are underway, and we can't see the change yet, but it's already happened. But what about people like Marilyn and Triple OGs? They're as unaware of these changes as we were. They're two different entities. Yeah. The property owner will benefit. Yeah. The business owner might. I hope that if they want to stay, they are able to stay and that they can thrive, that they will take as much advantage of the increased marketplace as anyone. Um, I'll admit that that's not always as easy as it sounds. Um, as neighborhoods shift, the, uh, the value of a certain type of business in that neighborhood shifts for the better or the worse. This change is exciting. It's undeniable. Envisioning what that spot looks like in five years is pretty exciting because I think it's radically different than it looks right now. But as we have these conversations, we realize that there's a chance that since Marilyn doesn't own the building, Mardogs might not last. In all likelihood, properties are going to be more expensive and what little real estate is left will be bought up. 
Marilyn has such a strong passion and ambitious vision for her community, but we found ourselves wondering whether there's room for her vision and the change that is coming. We don't know, and we can't know. We'll just have to wait and watch and stay involved as Monon 16 changes over the years. This podcast is written and produced by Adeline Sinsabaugh and Tucker Krajewski in partnership with the City Gallery. Our intro and outro music is by Rocketbot and I Made Everything Else You Hear. You can find us on iTunes and SoundCloud, and if you have any questions or would like to talk to us, email us at inquirypodcast at gmail.com, or just come into the Harrison Center. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.